talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder, everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Then throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how to really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all fact. Ain't came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle. Von gon' ring your bell I know we under they skin Them boys built frail Eli Apple out there Chirping like a next tail You don't want Sam and Trey To come off them ends Rita clogging up the middle Like a big body bend Right behind them Logan and Pratt The turnover twins Jesse base in the backfield Just to clean up the loose ends We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the loser way It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eh? It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seems like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my faith and money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up That's right, they gotta play us. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I bring you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of the back-to-back AFC North champions, Keyshawn Johnson, Cincinnati Bengals. Now do me a favor. If you like the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,330 subscribers. I couldn't do this without every single one of you guys. But if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button at the bell for notification. And every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat, crew, we're doing super chats. So if you got a question you want to ask the great Jeff Hobson, who is in the waiting room, and I'm getting through all this stuff, I'll get, get to him soon. By the way, Jeff, if you can hear me, I can't see you. So I don't know if your camera's working or not. So if you can hear me, you might want to jump off and jump back on before I bring you on just to let you know. But anyway, if you want to get, ask a question to Jeff, give me a super chat or support the show. Give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down here. It's the Ice Cave. And the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what? He's back, baby. Jackpot Joey was on the field yesterday, and today looking good. It's a strain. He's going to be fine, people. But if you want any of the Jackpot Joey merchandise, go to jackpotjoey9.com. Uh, we got the hats. We got the uh, the shirts, the hoodies, everything there. Portion of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Foundation. The beer is at Brink Brewery and at a lot of major uh, Kroger's there, so make sure you get that up there. It's by Brink Brewery. What's up to everybody in the chat? Yeah, I don't know why it's scheduled. You know, I scheduled it for 5.30. I have no idea why it started at 5, but <laughs> I couldn't change it. Anyway, I'm glad you guys are still here. Anyway, Jeff, like I said, Jeff Hobson, I see his little box down there. I don't see his camera, but let's try to see if we get to Jeff Hobson. Jeff, are you there? Hello, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Going once for Jeff Hobson. Going twice for Jeff Hobson. I don't see you and I don't hear you right now. So if you can hear me, uh, go back to that link again and try to uh, come back on. Because uh, wherever you're at right now, it is not working. 
Let me check my emails here. See if he. Uh, hold on one second here. Live TV. This is what happens when you do the show by yourself. You have nobody to help you. <laughs> and it's just me. So, um, Jeff, 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 Jeff. And uh, the, 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 I'm on. Oh, where was the last one I sent him at? Trying to find it. At that one. Uh, oh, there it is. Here's link. Yep. Okay. All right. This is uh, not working. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'm having a hard time sending you the link again, Jeff. So, uh, it's try to, if you're there, please uh, try to jump off and jump back on. Anyway, what's up, guys? Hopefully, uh, Jeff will be able to get his uh, camera situation and everything figured out because. He's there. You can see he typed his name in and everything, but I can't see him and I can't hear him. So let me try just one more thing here. See if I can find his email again. Not that. Why does it keep going to that one? Uh Okay, let me try to send. Which ones you want me to send to? That one. All right, I'm going to try to send you the link one more time. Uh, okay, and see if this works. Just ha bear with me, people. Like I said, I'm sorry we have to do this right now, but that's what happens when you run a show by yourself and you are the producer and everything else. So let me try to send a link again to you again, Jeff. And I sent it to you on your email and see if uh, you can get back on. Anyway, you guys, we can talk. I can talk with you guys for right now. Uh, Tom, uh, let's see here. What was the text from your wife? <laughs> what was that poor job? I like 10. I can get it tomorrow. Okay. Oh, that was a text from your wife? Okay. <laughs> What's up? Tom Brooks. All right. Let's see here. Ask Jeff how comfortable you are with the new safety room. I'd love to if I can get Jeff actually on the show because <laughs> he's still right there. And I can't get him to come on. Maybe I have to try to. kick him out and hopefully he can come back in hope we'll try it again jeff hopefully he can get back on here i don't know what's going on um let's see here calvin what's up uh, i need a new jackpot joey have our birthday september 10th yep go to jackpotjoey9.com that's where we got all that did i get a haircut uh yes my daughter cut it a couple days ago crip what's up finally iceman has come back to youtube i was this is my third show this week and then our second show. Yeah. I've been sick and busy. So, anyway, Calvin, you just said your name. Cool. Well, anyway. All right. So, how are you guys feeling about Joe Burrow? I, okay. I'm going to go get into this. Hopefully, Jeff Hobson will join. Trags is going to join us here in a little bit. I was watching NFL Live before um, I came on the show here. And let's talk about Joe Burrow. And Mia Kimes, in her infinite wisdom, which nothing against her at all, but she is worried about Joe Bur Burrow's movement. And let's just do the timeline here. Joe Burrow has calf strain July 27th. It is August 30th. It has been over a month since he strained his calf. Sam Hubbard last year strained his calf, missed two weeks, came back. Joe Burrow is going to be fine. He's. I saw him yesterday running around. No, he wasn't making big cuts or anything like that. They're going to bring it back slowly. It's his, you know, yesterday was his first day back at camp. Today's the second day. He's going to be fine. I, I don't, this is where the national media drives me nuts. You're like, oh my God, what, what? Well, is he going to be okay? Is he going to be able to move? It's a straight calf, people. He played last year when he got his appendix cut out, lost 30 pounds, and still played. Now he didn't play great, 
So this is not even close to the same thing. And I know it's all about trying to get content. And I understand content. But at least let's have a little information or whatever or, or uh, you know, about what the actual injury is. He didn't tear anything. He didn't He didn't tear his, his, his calf. He didn't tear his Achilles. He pulled it. It's, actually, I didn't know they pulled it. He strained it. So, yes, they are being extremely cautious with him, which I have absolutely no problem with whatsoever. The problem I get is when everybody's like, oh, my, is, is he? Uh, people, I, I mean, I had people tweet me out, oh, do you really think Joe's going to be okay? I'm like, this is after the cuts. I'm like, um, yeah, it's Joe Burrow and uh, before yesterday, it was Joe Burrow and, and Browning as your two quarterbacks. So if they were so worried about Joe Burrow, I think they would have got somebody better, even even better than 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 Will Greer, the guy they got. Which I think I think Will's going to be a really good backup quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but there's no way in hell they're bringing him, him in here and going, "You're starting Week One." If they were that worried about Joe Burrow's calf, they would have got a better quarterback to back him up a month ago, and they haven't done it. So I am not worried about um, Joe Burrow whatsoever as far as his calf goes at all. Uh, let's see here. Brad, what's up? Uh, oh, okay. Let's try it again. Hi, Jeff is in. I, again, I, I don't know if I can hear you again. Jeff, are you there? Nope. I can. I, I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I sent you the same link. Um, I could try to send it to you on Twitter if that would help. I don't know what's going on. I'm not sure why I can't hear you and I can't see you. Uh, I hope... Uh, you can, I'll try to send it to you on Twitter, on your DMs, to see if that helps. Or I can send it to you on the other email if you want me to. Uh, actually, if Trags is around, go 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 find Trags because he, he's coming on here later on too. So hopefully um, he can get on. Let's see here. Let me just – all right. Oh, do, 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 do. E -O. Uh, I don't even know if I can DM him. I don't think I can. I don't think I can DM. I can't DM Jeff Hobson. All right. Well, maybe it's not going to work. Maybe Hobson is not going to be able to jump on. I know it could only give me about 10 minutes. So that's, uh, so it might be past the 10 minutes. If you can't come back on Jeff, I will have to try to do it some, some other time. Uh, all right, Brad, get back to Brad's question here. Uh, ice was missing yesterday. We we're waiting for 15 minutes. Uh, yes, I did a, a short and like I said, I don't know what happened. I scheduled it for five 30. I looked on my, where I scheduled the show. It still said five 30. I have no idea why it came on. It said five o'clock. There's nothing. I mean, I couldn't change anything. It, I said August 30th at five 30 and I got out here to get ready for the show. And I was like, ice is late. I'm like, what? I'm late for what? And it said showtime. I'm like, and I looked, I'm like, no, I scheduled it for five 30. So I don't know what happened there. Anyway, let's get the pork chop here. Uh, probably using that Optifiber internet pay court always works like shit for me down there. Yeah, and they're both they're all down there working. So I mean, it might be everybody trying to get on the internet. Maybe Trags had the same same uh, problem. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Mike here, uh, so disappointed they didn't keep Raymond Johnson. Can't keep everyone. Yeah, our defensive line is so deep. They were going to cut guys that we. You know, we're good, you know, so it's that's what happens. We have a very talented team. Brad, glad they kept Jackpot Jake, yeah, Jackpot Browning. Yeah, I, I, I said I'm rooting for Browning, you know. I, I think, I think, uh, Will is gonna be, I, I think this if Will Greer can come in here and by the end of next week learn to play book good enough, I think he is ultimately going to be our number two quarterback. It could be our number two quarterback going into week one. I saw him a little bit yesterday. He looks really good. All right, third time is charm. This is going to work, right? Jeff, are you there? Hello, Jeff Hobson. I don't think it's going to work, man. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's the, the internet down there at Paycor or something, but uh, I cannot hear you or see you whatsoever. So I appreciate you trying, Jeff. We'll have to try to do it again. Um, I mean, you can keep trying if you want, but I, I don't know why. It is not working, and it's very disappointing because I was really looking forward to having you on the show today. So, uh, like I said, maybe go over where Trags is at. Trags is down there with you because he's supposed to jump on the show too. Uh, hopefully his will work as well. I don't know. 
We'll have to see. Uh, let's see here. Let's get back here. Uh, Nate, we got to extend Burrow ASAP. Yeah. Um, like, I, I always reference this. A.J. Green signed, I think, his last contract with the Bengals heading to the plane. Now the Bengals have done a lot of different stuff now. They run their business a lot different than they do did back then. So maybe you can do that. But, um, yeah, we got to get him signed. I would love to tell you I know what the holdup is, but nobody knows what the holdup is. It, it is. I mean, Malik Wright was on his show last night, but he and he's been on my show since. He has no idea. They're being tight-lipped about Joe Burrow's contract. Joe, uh, the Bengals are being tight-lipped about it. Burrow and, and his uh, faction is, is being tight-lipped about it. So, I don't know. I, I agree with you, though. we gotta we got to sign him soon. Chop. Are you worried about Joe Burrow? Obviously, you didn't watch the beginning of the show, Chop. <laughs> no, I'm not worried about Joe Burrow at all. Joe Burrow's going to be fine. Ron, National media will never report something positive when it comes to the Bengals. Um, I'm kind of getting that way. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, it's interesting. There's graphs grasping for sure, and they don't know what they're talking about. I mean, I don't want to bring this up, but I mean, since I'm kind of on my own here right now, Keyshawn Johnson, and I don't, I can't stand Keyshawn Johnson. I'm sorry. I'm glad he's not on the morning show anymore. I can't stand Skip Bayless. I think those two are perfect on Undisputed together because they both have no clue what they're talking. So what Keyshawn Johnson said today was ridiculous. Jeff Hobson, are you there? Hello, Jeff. Hello, Jeff Hobson. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's not going to work. Not going to work today. But what Keyshawn Johnson's coming out, I didn't know what they were talking about. I, I wasn't even going to retweet it or anything. But it was so stupid. I mean, he literally came out. Keyshawn literally came out and said, Burrow hasn't won the, his own division yet. Like, moron. They won it twice. Like, and they went to the AFC Championship game back-to-back -back years, and they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, just, God, why Keyshawn Johnson has a job, I have no idea. Why Skip Bayless has a job, I have no idea. Again, I don't watch the show. I, people tweeted it out, so I bet you if I, if I retweet it, just Keyshawn Johnson literally has no idea what he's talking about. That's why he keeps getting fired, because he sucks at being an analyst. And Skip Bayless Takes the just, and he's a Burrow fan too. So this is what kills me. He, he likes Burrow, but most of he takes the stupidest point of view and tries to argue it. I can't stand either one of them. I just, I, I, anyway, that was something that just bugged the crap out of me. And I, like I said, I wasn't going to even tweet about it or anything, but you know, uh, Brad, I scheduled it for yesterday. Ah, okay. Either way, thought today. Uh, uh, let's see, Anthony. Hey, Ice, do you think the hold up with T might be the guaranteed money? Uh, yeah, uh, the 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 problem with the T deal is the thing that worries me, and I've said this all along, is his agent, the same agent Jesse Bates has had. And as far as I know, the Bengals have never signed a contract with this guy, uh, uh Olegata. That would that's what worries me, you know. And and I mean, nothing is he goes, he gets his clients' money. He's not worried about doing a team-friendly deal or anything like that, or trying to help the Bengals out. He all he cares about is his client, which is what he's supposed to do. So is it the guaranteed money? It could be. Is it the amount of money? It could be. I I don't know. Whatever they pay T, they're gonna have to pay Chase more. And they got paid Joe. So I'm more, I'm not worried about Joe Burrow's contract whatsoever. I am starting to get a little worried about T's. I will say that. Uh, Ronald, T deal has to be the holdup. As far as Burrow's contract, people say that. I, I mean, I've even said that, you know, I've even said that, 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 you know, it, that could be the holdup that Joe's waiting to see what T does. Which that's the only thing logically that makes sense to me because we already know what Sherbert got. Sherbert, you know, his, his contract's set. Hurts is set. So Burrow knows who he has to beat as far as the quarterbacks go, as far as contracts go. Are they related? I, that, like I said, that's the only thing that makes sense to me of why Burrow's contract isn't done. He's trying to get T's done and then, you know, 
he can structure his around what T got. I, I, I don't know. People have – I have asked different uh, beat writers that and different stuff, and they don't think that they're one of the same, but nobody can tell me anything else of why they think it's you know taking so long. Dustin, the national media has mostly left Burroughs' contract alone. I'm starting to see the topic pick up, though. At what point do you think there's enough media pressure they have to break silence? Um, that's a good question. I don't, and the thing is, I don't know if that's going to make them break their silence. I mean, the only thing to make them break their silence, I think, is if they actually come into an impasse or something they can't, the Bengals or Burroughs agent can't get over, you know, and they finally just are done with it and they say all right well we want to do this but they don't want to do that or whatever i don't know so that's the thing i can see where something actually breaking is if there's an impasse that they just can't figure out how to get around i don't think the media asking us asking is gonna i don't think burrow cares i don't think the Bengals care <laughs> to be honest nor ozzy nor should they i mean it's their business it's their contract that they're trying to negotiate with with joe and his team so but i mean like i said they've Said they want radio silent, and they want radio silent for a while. Crip, what's up? Ice. Are the Bearcats going to have new jerseys? I noticed a Nike suit. Yes. Yes, they do have new jerseys. Yep. Uh, and they're okay. I mean, the full, I haven't seen the basketball ones yet. They're, they're okay. I'm not, like, you know, uh, I'm not, like, ecstatic about it. But they're okay. They're cool. We'll, we'll get to check them out Saturday. Brad. Yes, the Bearcats have new jerseys. Nike provider. Yes. Uh, Anthony Keyshawn still lives in the lost decade by the fact that he constantly keeps taking swipes at Burrow and lifting up Mahomes. Yeah, I, I, you can lift up Mahomes. I, I have no problem with that. Mahomes deserves it. Mahomes right now is the best quarterback in football. He is. I mean, you have to say that. But all this time where, you know, he goes and says they haven't won anything. I mean, you literally were on a morning radio show on ESPN for two years. You were an NFL analyst on ESPN. And you don't know the Bengals won a division twice? Just, I don't, I, I don't see how, I don't see how you messed that up. <laughs> That's just something pretty, you should know who won the divisions. All right, let's see. Brad, do you think Joe's delay is T's contract? I, maybe. Uh, it, I mean, like I said. I have no inside information whatsoever. None. Um, it just depends. Uh, that could be. That's the only thing that I'm thinking. I mean, what else, I keep saying, what else could it be? You know, what else? What else is the holdup? I mean, if you're trying to think logically about it, and Joe says, you know, he wants to keep all his weapons, and he know, and he knows what he has to do to, for that to happen. He said that back. I think during the Super Bowl. So I'm not saying for sure because I have no idea, but like to me, that's the only thing that logically makes sense that he's waiting to see what's going on with T, which again surprised me or scares me because Mulgetta isn't always it has not been the easiest agent uh to work to work with with the Bengals. All right, let's see here. Da -da. Dustin. F, the national media has mostly left Burroughs' contract alone. Oh, I already did that. I read that one. Uh, oh, yeah, I read that one. Sorry. Uh, let's see here. Ice, there is uh, no way we can sign all three. We have to be real. They will be franchising T, signing Burrow and Chase. Okay. That's cool. If that's what they're going to do, then why haven't they signed Burrow? I mean, that's – I mean, I'm not against – I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. But if they're just going to franchise T, then why haven't they signed Burrow? You know, I just and, – and, and it's not there's no way because there's a way because I don't think there's any way we keep Logan Wilson and Pratt and extend uh, Trey Henderson. So there is a way. Whenever he keeps telling me there's no way, there is a way because we've, we've kept guys that I didn't think we'd keep. Uh, Matt Keyshawn Johnson took too many hits to the head. <laughs> he must have. I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Matt. His agent is tough. And, that, and and good for for T. I mean, that's what you want. You want an agent who's going to try to get you as much money as you can. 
you know? So that's what he, that's what he's supposed to do. Uh, let's see here. I don't know if Trags is going to be able to make it or not because he told me he's going to be – he said he's going to try to get on 545. And he said they're really busy down there. And like I said, you already saw Jeff Hobson, uh, and he wasn't able to get on. So maybe it's just going to be you, you and me talking for the next you know, 45 minutes or so. We'll see. Uh, let's see here. Tommy. Burrow and Higgins will get extensions. I hope you're right. I mean, I know Burrow will. I'm not worried about Burrow. I'm starting to get a little worried about T. That's just a fact, you know. I mean, we are uh, – Sunday will be a week away from week one against the the, uh, the Clowns. And so we'll see what happens. Uh, let me try this here. I think I'm just going to go straight to it. Are you there? I am. Strawberry, how are you? Good, man. Good. I'm glad you can make it. I, my, Jeff Hobson tried to get on like four times, and I guess the Paycor internet did, did not uh, work too too good for him. So I'm glad you had that issue as well. I swear. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being able to, to jump on here real quick. So I, I know you're, you're really busy, and I, and I appreciate you coming on. Just real quick thoughts of the day Joe Burrow's back. Brian Callahan spoke. I know you got some video on that. Just, just uh, what, what's your thoughts of the, the day today? Well, I think it's another step forward for Joe Burrow. He has not taken part in team activities yet, meaning he is not running, you know, full 11-on-11s 11 in right. practice. Now, today was not a full padded practice anyway. Uh, right. Not quite a Friday walkthrough, a little bit more. It's, it was a Thursday practice, very much similar to what a normal Thursday would be. Right. Um, but it was shorts and shells. But, you know, the thing that I gleaned from today from Brian Callahan is he really likes the way Joe Burrow has looked the last two days, throwing the ball, his throws on air, on timing routes to, you know, the three amigos, uh, Chase Higgins and Boyd all look good. And that's from Callahan's perspective. And I don't think, you know, he would be selling us a bill of goods. He wouldn't be saying that if it weren't the case. Um, so I believe that Joe Burrow's making good progress. I think the next step and the Bengals have structured Joe Burrow's return purposefully in this manner. Um, they want to see him in full team drills starting Monday, uh, right. when the team really starts installing and, and making the legitimate preparations for Cleveland. They've looked at film of the Browns, of course, um, in preparing for the game. But I think when they get on that field on Monday, that's when the real, you know, the rubber starts hitting the road. And I think the Bengals want to make sure Burrow uh, is good to go and ready um, to start practicing for a game next Sunday. Yeah, exactly. And I, I got to see him yesterday. I was, you know, I was out at the bridge. I saw him jogging a little bit. I never saw him do any, like, big cuts or anything like that. But he did make a couple good throws. T. Higgins, you know, and Chase, he said he got in the huddle. He's like, what's up, guys? <laughs> it's kind of, you know, back to normal. And. To me, it didn't like look, look like Joe missed anything. Now, I know Mina Kimes said this on NFL Network uh, before I jumped on the show that, you know, she's worried that, you know, he's not going to be able to move. I mean, it's been a month, Trax. It was, it was July 27th when he, when he hurt his knee. Today's August 31st. Sam Hubbard had the same injury, and he was back in two weeks. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I, I'm not worried. I mean, I think the Bengals are doing a good job of bringing him back slowly, which is what they should do. He is the franchise. But I'm not worried about him being able to, to make all the throws and move around in the pocket, uh, setting any 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 setback you know coming this next week. But come come uh, Sunday week one, I think he's gonna be fine. Well, you know, to your point, uh, I I don't think they would put him on the practice field if they didn't think he was mobile enough to move around and right. test it. That right. would not be the case. Right. Um, they definitely wouldn't take that risk. And next week, if he's doing 11-on-11s and doing everything in normal team drills that we anticipate him doing, uh, then I think he's, you know, you know, pretty close to 100%. Now, you know, I, I, it still does stick in the back of my mind what Jamar Chase says about, you know, don't come back until week five. We don't need you until week five. Right. But I think legitimately the Bengals would want him back and – they want to play for that number one seed because that is, yes. to me, the biggest determining factor in the Bengals capturing uh, the top spot in the AFC, which I think uh, goes a long way to them getting back to the Super Bowl. And that's 
you know, that's what it's all about. And exactly. I think they believe that, um, you know, if Joe Burrow's on the field this week. He certainly, sorry about that. Are you getting, are you getting arrested? On, <laughs> he certainly can be on the field uh, practicing next week. And I think, right. you know, that's where they're coming from on this. Certainly the whole team feels energized with him back on the practice. There's no question about that. And I oh, think that gives the team a little bit of boost that they need at the end of a long training camp, at the end of a training camp that was without Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a big, that's a big miss yeah. when you don't have him on the field. And, you know, that's been part of the messaging this week. And that's what everybody was saying on Wednesday. And I think there's legitimacy to that, right, Jeff? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that they want their leader back on the field. One thing that Brian Callahan said today that was, you know, caught my eye was the fact that Joe Burrow has been more of a leader vocally in the meeting room and he's taking more of a leadership role uh in not only with the quarterbacks but with the receivers and you see the great quarterbacks doing this you see the 15-year veterans like Brady and Peyton Manning and obviously you saw it on hard knocks with Aaron Rodgers if you're not in the right place where you need to be on a hot read the quarterback's going to let you know about it and I think you know, Joe Burrow's been doing more of that this year, and I think that's a good sign. Yeah, exactly, and and that's that's just a sign of, of I mean, he's already pretty mature when he came in, but maturity uh, and getting more comfortable in his in his own skin, and just just the development of being that number one QB because they're always they're always looking looking towards you. So that those are all good signs to me. And the thing is, it's like this this season it, it, or this. You may talk before this training camp season has taken forever, and there really hasn't been a whole lot of stuff to talk about other than other than side T Higgins, other guys signed Joe Burrow, Calf Gate. I mean, we've had a pretty relatively boring training camp, which is if you're a Bengals fan, I know if you're uh, you know a beat writer or a content career like me, you kind of want something to talk about. But I mean, as far as Bengals fans go, this has been a pretty pretty easy, pretty easy going uh, training camp, I think. Uh, that's the way the coaches want it, and that mm-hmm. is intentional. <laughs> There's no right. question about that. I mean, they don't care how many stories get written about Joe Burrow. I think they know what they have in Joe Burrow. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, certainly the, the the battle of Jackson Carmen to find a roster spot, um, battle with Deontay Smith, that's kind of a secondary um, camp note. Certainly who's going to be the second and third tight ends, how productive can they be? Certainly – who's going to be the third down running back behind Joe Mixon, who is going to get the majority of the carries this year. Again, that's not a big mystery. Um, You know, one thing that hasn't been talked a lot about because there hasn't been a lot of time spent together in games is Dax Hill and Nick Scott. I think a lot of Bengal fans want to know what do those two look like when they're playing regularly on the field on defense. I think this defense could be spectacular, but they have to be on the same page and communicating well for that to be the case. Yeah. Now, one thing that you did say, and and that is going to be an interesting thing with with the safety room there, because losing Bell and Bates is huge. And and the communication that Dax and Scott are are going to have to to develop is is how quickly can they do that? And, And I'm not, I don't know what it is, but I'm not like as worried about it as I was at the beginning when we lost Bell. Cause I knew we were, we, we knew we were going to lose base. We weren't sure we were going to lose Bell. But the further I got into this, I'm not as worried as I was, but it's still going to be a, a big, a big thing to keep an eye out for. It is the communication. Cause Bates and Bell didn't even have to really talk. They just knew you know, where they were supposed right. to be and able to that's communicate. That, that, that's just, that is a big difference. Now, one thing, I'll go back to one of your points you said earlier. I've said this a lot that I think this training camp that that uh, Zach has had has been more more intense. I, th- I think they've had more padded practices than any of them that I can remember. And me personally, I think that is to try to get off to a better start. So hopefully we have the number one seed in the playoffs, and they have to come to the jungle and play here. And now I know Zach and none of the Bengals players have come out and said that, but is that something that you feel that that's kind of what they're they're leaning toward more than they have in the past? It's a good, it's a very good point. Uh, I think they want more intensity out of the shoot. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly having the number nine will help in that regard, but I think they are going to lean on their defense more at the start of this year than they have in recent years. Right. And I think they believe they have a top five, top six defense. They've got to play like it. And they've got to get to the quarterback more because nothing flips the momentum more in a uh, you know field position battle than getting Absolutely. to the quarterback, sacking the quarterback, making it second and long, third and long, and then forcing punts. When you start doing that early in games, you dictate the tempo. And I think the Bengals defense is capable of doing that. Uh, certainly the Joseph Asai injury bears monitoring. It's mm-hmm. probably like Kelsey Conway of the Inquirer reported a high ankle sprain. Right. So keep an eye on that. He may even go on the IR. We don't know yet. Um, again, Zach didn't have any more information in that regard today on that uh, situation. But the Joseph Osai situation bears monitoring. I think Miles Murphy made tremendous strides uh, in the last two weeks of training camp and preseason. I think he's going to have a bigger impact than a lot of doubting Bengal fans might have had yeah. at the start of training camp. Yep. Um, and, you know, and that's understandable. I think a lot of people were wondering, well, you know, where's that first round talent? And I right. think towards the end of training camp, we started to see some of it flash. Right, exactly. And I, I said, people ask me, do you think he's a bust? I'm like, you, you can't say he's a bust after no, he only played two preseason that's games. Such, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. such silly overreacting. Yes. Thank you. you know, I'm like, typical fan base getting worked up about Right. You, you, you haven't even seen him in a regular season game yet. <laughs> that's exactly what I was saying, Trax. It's like, moronic to me. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was saying. Now, um, are you going to be on 700 here at, at, uh, at 620? I am, and I'm going to have to go here. Yep. Now, I will let you go, Trax. Hey, you are busy, man. I appreciate you jumping on, as always. And, hey, you got a, a shout-out from Kay Adams today. I saw that for your podcast. So go check out the Jungle Roar podcast. As Trax does an awesome job. I appreciate that from – K.K. Adams. I knew her back in my Boston days, and that was very, very kind of her. That was awesome. Trags, as always, I appreciate you, man. Keep up the good work. Be well, Iceman. See you, brother. All right, so at least I got one of the guys on. (laughs) Trags is my dude, man. If you guys don't follow Trags, you got to go follow him. He is a great follow on on Twitter. Go follow him on on all his articles. The Jungle War Podcast, he does a great job, and he works extremely, extremely hard. All those guys down there on the beat work extremely hard. And anytime they give me any time to come on the show, I, I appreciate it um, because they got more information than I do. I get most uh, all my information <laughs> from those guys. So, like I said, go check out Trags. And, uh, yeah, so what I was going to ask somebody to get a chance to was surprising cuts. My only thing I do want to talk about were – there weren't too many surprising cuts. I mean – to be honest, Trevor Simeon kind of surprised me because they did sign him. Uh, you know, we were able to get get uh, Will Greer, so that's that's good. That one kind of did surprise me a little bit. I mean, he played didn't play good enough, um, but I didn't think they'd cut him. That one surprised me. The other one, and me and uh, Joe talked about this on on my show two days ago, was uh, Akima Denji. Didn't didn't surprise me at first, but it surprised me that they cut him and they and they kept Hill. Because Max Sharping has, I thought, took his job as far as the backup guard, backup uh, center goes. That's what Hill is. Hill's backup guard, backup center. Adeniji is a guy who played right tackle and guard and did play in the Super Bowl and AFC Championship game. So he had a lot of experience. So that's one that kind of surprised me that they cut Adeniji instead of Hill. I would have thought it would have been the other way around. But, you know, it is what it is. And then as far as RB2 running back room goes, I don't think there's – nobody's established – themselves as RB2, RB3. I mean, Mixon's RB1, obviously. But behind that, I think it's still open. And I think it's going to be more of running back by committee at the beginning of this to see who's high, see who can block. See, you know, we see flashes from all these guys. You know, Chase Brown, Travion Williams. I love Travion Williams. And I pray to God that he can stay healthy because he's worked his butt off. And I'm a big Travion fan. and, And I'm just hoping he can have a healthy year. And show what he can do because when he does get a chance to play, he is pretty good. And that's the way all these guys are. Chris Evans, when he's got a chance to play, has been really good. Chase Brown, now he's just a rookie, but from what I've seen there, he's looking pretty good. But in my opinion, nobody's established themselves as the RB2. Mixon's RB1. And so going on to the rest of the season, it's going to be – it'll sort itself out. 
But as of right now, I don't think we have one. Now, the other interesting thing is, and everybody loves Yoshi, which I do too. My boy Greg is freaked out about him. Getting my dude game on, freaked out about him. And they were right. Yoshi has been way better than I thought he was. If he could do what he did in the preseason, that could translate to the regular season. And I love Trent Taylor. That's my dude. But I could see Yoshi moving up to that number four spot as far as our, our wide receivers go, just because of the athleticism he has. He can high point the ball. He can he can get separation, you know, a lot better than I thought he could. So that's one thing I, I would I would keep an eye out for here uh, this season too is how it does what we saw from Yoshi in the preseason will translate. And the thing is, there's just so many guys that have been you know training camp stars. And that's been it. And they never really translated that to the regular season. Because let's be honest, they're not Yoshi wasn't out there playing against ones consistently at, during the games. He will be now when he gets the chance to play. So that's what I'm gonna, it's gonna be interesting. And I'm praying that what we saw is legit, that it'll actually transit. Because if it does, that's just another weapon there, man. Uh, that, that that the Bengals have. Uh, I and and I know, yeah, Chuck Sizzle, I'm I'm I was happy for Chuck Sizzle, but I think Yoshi's not played anybody so far, to be honest. Uh, and, and, and I mean, nothing against uh, Chuck's a good player. You know, we, we went from a, a really good wide, wide receiving room with, with the Migos to an outstanding one with Trenton Irwin, Chuck Sizzle, Yoshi Voss. I mean, those guys are unfreaking believable. We that's where, like, you know, I go back to we need a tight end, but. We do need a tight end who can block. But if we got all those guys in our wide receiver room, Joe can spread them out from here to there and just go pick them apart, which is what Joe Burrow likes to do. Jackpot likes to spread. He likes empty sets. That's that's his wheelhouse. That's what they did at LSU. That's what he wants. And the thing is, Irv Smith, I can see him getting spread wide too. That's another interesting thing that I think this offense has that it hasn't had before is – is what Irv Smith has the ability to give the Bengals. And Irv Smith is going to do everything in his power to stay healthy this year because look what happened to C.J. Uzama. Look what happened to Hayden Hurst. Joe Burrow could go make him a lot of freaking money. And I think Smith, Irv Smith is more athletic than Hurst or C.J. So he can make, I think, more athletic plays, and it's a different dynamic than we've had. Now, like I said, knock on wood, he's got to stay healthy. That's the biggest thing. He's got to stay healthy. So, all right, let's see. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, four. Yes, I agree with you. Was it N Nayron? Nayron, I think is how I say it. Yeah, a four wide receiver set. Absolutely. I can see four wide a lot this year. Joker Jerry Irvin should be worried if you ask me. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there, but the thing is, Trenton, he, yes, he should be worried. He should always be worried. I mean, he's that dude is always. Going to have to fight for his job. I mean, every job, everybody always has to fight for their job. Trenton always is going to have to fight for his job. But Trenton has had a hell of a training camp. This is the best training camp I, I've seen him have. Now, last year, he got cut and then brought back, and he was on a practice squad and all that. He didn't get cut this year. So he's already wide receiver four as of right now. So he needs worried, yes. To get cut, no. I think he's still going to play. And Yoshi, they got him. I saw him on, on the uh, the special teams as a gunner. So that's another thing that Yoshi has. I, I, it's been nice to see him on on the uh, on the uh, special teams. If I could talk here, uh, let's see here, Greg uh, Sizzle uh, is Welker Edelman type of player, possession receiver. Um, yeah, I yeah. I think he's a little faster, faster than they are, but I can see that. And that's <laughs> Welker and Edelman were two pretty good wire series. That would, I, I would be fine with that. You know, uh, Nayron. Uh, yes, Trent. Trent is in trouble in the future. Yeah, he, but like I said, that's Trenton's career. He's always going to be like that. It's always going to be a dogfight for for him to make an NFL roster. It's just the way it's been his entire career. Uh, I see. Uh, Yoshi might be T's replacement in two years if they if they can't sign him. Yeah, he could be if they if. Uh, the thing is, like, Yoshi or Chuck 
are it's definitely TB's re- replacement. I don't think they're signing resigning TB. I think this is TB's last year. I think TB hopefully has a great year. We win Lombardi, and he can go get a bag of money from somebody else because it's probably his last shot at getting a really big contract, and it's not going to come from Cincinnati. And the writing's on the wall. We drafted Charlie Jones, and we drafted Yoshimas. So if it's not T, they're definitely replacing TB next year. Oh, uh, they tried. Uh, your show is fire. Thanks, brother. And we say strawberry ice. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, let's see here, Tom. <clears throat> Excuse me. My thing about Smith, Smith, I feel like he's going to be afraid to take a hit in the AFC North. We need a tight end that will take hits and catch the ball. Um, I can't agree or disagree with that. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't seen him take a big hit yet. Um, I'm more worried about him staying healthy. Um. I mean, you might have a point there. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, it's not like he's gotten hit before. I mean, hits are hits. Um, so, but yeah, that 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 could be that could be something. Um, but that's just that's the thing that I'm going to be worried about. Or not worried, but just conscious about all year. Because uh, remember last year, I mean, Hayden Hurst got hurt, and we had Wilcox, and then getting Drew Sample got hurt, and we had Wilcox. So that's. Like I said, that's just the thing that that worries me is our backup. I do. I'm glad we got. Uh, I wish I could remember his name. The 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 tight end that I like, and I I don't know why his name always slips my mind. They signed him back to the practice squad. I could see him working his way to being our tight end too by the end of the year. Is what I think, and I cannot think of his freaking name. <laughs> I hate when I do that. Uh, they were T. I think will be gone unfortunately after we win the Super Bowl. If he doesn't sign a contract this year. <laughs> then yeah, <laughs> so, uh, but we'll see. Like I said, I, I'm still not giving up hope. I still think T wants to be here. I I know T wants to be here. It just depends on how much money he's willing to not get because he would get more money somewhere else. It's just a fact. Uh, Ross watched Will Greer play in Morgantown. Should be a solid backup. Yeah. Yeah, I like I said, I, that was a, he is a solid pickup. He balled out his last game in Dallas. He's got a hose on his arm, on his right arm. Um, so yeah, I, I think talent wise, he's probably the best backup Joe Burrow has had, honestly. So I think it just, I think it just going to depend on how quickly he picks up the system. Now, when I was on the bridge yesterday watching him, Talking to the security guard, like, yeah, all they're gonna do, I think all they're gonna do is let him, you know, hand the ball off, and that's pretty much what they did. But he did make a couple passes, so he's already learning something of the playbook, and that was less than 24 hours of being a Bengal. So, uh, Tanner Hudson, yes, thank you, thank you, Tanner Hudson, yeah, that thanks, Mike. That's yeah, oh, well, I can't remember Tanner Hudson. I, I love that dude. I was not happy when they cut him, I was ecstatic. I was after yesterday, I'm going. Hey, that's 87. That's that's Tanner Hudson. And then I'm like calling my dude Joe, like, isn't, isn't Hudson 87? He's like, yeah. I'm like, he goes, yeah, they signed back to practice squad. I'm like, oh, good, thank God. Because <laughs> like I said, I can see him being moving up to being our second one. Uh, let's see here. Thanks. Thanks, Natron. I'm glad you like the uh the logo. Uh One Nation. Where you been at? I haven't seen you heard from you in a while. T likes getting turned up in LA. He's gone. I don't know about that. You can get turned up in LA and you don't have to live there. <laughs> uh let's see, Crip. Iceman. Who has the Bearcats game on Saturday? Fox or ESPN Plus? That is a good question. I honestly haven't even looked that up yet, to be honest. Um where is it? I can't do it right now. I have to look it up, and uh, once I find out, I'll, I'll tweet it out uh, for you, Crip. Uh, but I don't know. I'm hoping it's not ESPN Plus. Like every freaking game last year was on ESPN Plus. Uh, Brad, or, I don't know. Brad's already saying ESPN Plus. So, I mean, it's Eastern Kentucky. So, uh, Neutron can UC win six games this year? I think so. I've kind of. I think, like I said, I was talking to – that was Joe. Joe was on the show. 
I think we're going to be bowl eligible, which is, which is six wins. You know, I, I think we can do that, you know, and which is, I mean, that's a very good, reputable season for your first season in the Big 12. So I think we're going to surprise some people. I think our defense is going to be better than what people think. I think our offense is going to be better than what, what, what people think. Uh, we got some pretty good wide receivers. It's a new one. They haven't taken a kind of pass from UC yet, for UC yet. But, yeah, I, I think we, we're going to surprise some people, I think. Uh, Brandon. Uh, yes, he he cap cap get more money elsewhere, but we'll have the quarterback. Yeah, you talk about T. Yeah. And Brad, I've said that a million times on here because I always go back to TJ Hushmanzada, who I love TJ. Hey, well, he had his best year, his last year here. And he went to Seattle and they didn't have a quarterback. Then he went to Baltimore, they didn't have a quarterback. And he's pretty much out of the league. So that's the thing that wide receivers always have to worry about because We'll talk about Devontae Adams. Let's see what kind of year he has this year with uh, Jimmy G as his quarterback who doesn't really like throwing a ball deep. That's not really his forte. And so I'll be curious to see how good of a year Devontae Adams has since they got rid of Derek Carr, which I still makes no sense to me why the Raiders got rid of Derek Carr. I have no clue <laughs> why they did that. But, you know, we will see. Uh what else we got here? Crip man, I hate you hate ESPN plus. It always freezes. Yeah, I have problems with it too. Uh let's see here. Aaron, yo, ice. Do the Bengals keep DJ Reader? <laughs> You're talking to my favorite player on the defense. I want him to retire a Bengal. Me too, dude. I, I don't know. J I, James Rapine has told me he doesn't think that they're going to resign him. That's a scary thought um unless they draft Coyon from the bearcats they don't have anybody to replace dj they literally there's not a player on this team that does what dj reader does it pisses me off the knowing that the man has not been an all pro or pro bowler like if anybody ever wants to see what an impact dj reader has on a football team go watch the the playoff game in tennessee in 2021 just watch dj just watch him. He changed the game. Henry couldn't run the ball. They couldn't do anything. He takes up two guys. And he stops the run. DJ Reader is such a big difference or difference maker on this team. I just he doesn't get the the love that I think he should get. And I just without, this team's defense is not as good without DJ. It's still good, but we get run on way more when DJ's not in the game than we do when he's in the game. Do we sign him? I hope so. I don't know. Like I said, I'm going with um, – or I'm just telling you what James Rapine told me where he doesn't see it. Like I said, if they don't, then I want Jeff Coleon from from the uh, the Bearcats to hopefully replace him. I, I DJ, you're my boy if you're watching. I want to sign you. <laughs> I want you to retire a Bengal. I love DJ. That's my dude. Uh, let's see here. Mike, do we keep one and who Hendrickson or Hubbard? Uh, right now we're keeping both of them. They're both out of contract. Uh, so I don't see, I, I mean, before Hendrickson restructured his deal, I thought Hendrickson was gone. I, I honestly thought that they, they might cut him after this year because they drafted Miles Murphy and we have Joseph, Joseph Osai, but he restructured. So Right now, I, I don't think either one of them are going anywhere. Uh, Greg, Reader is sixth or seventh round success story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, yeah, he's he's made his own. He's made it all on his own, and, and I love DJ. The problem with DJ, he's getting closer to thirty, and Zach Taylor and these guys like guys between like 20, 27 and 29, 25, 29, somewhere that stage group. That they like, and DJ is getting closer to be on the other side of that. But like I said, we don't have anybody to replace him. Uh, let's see here, Greg. Great defenses are always strong in the middle of the field, yeah. And the thing is, guys, we still haven't replaced Larry O. That's one thing, you know, that's your Zach Carter. I think is this is a big year for Zach Carter. He needs to step up and he really needs to try to take some of these snaps away from BJ Hill. That's what Larry O did. Larry O and BJ on our Super Bowl run. Helped each other out. 
you know, they shared snaps. You know, that's what Zach Carter needs to do. That's what this defense needs him to do. These uh, BJ Hill does better with less snaps. I mean, I think every player does better with less snaps. You're you're not as tired. So that's one thing. Like you're talking about the middle of the defense. We still, like I said, we still haven't replaced him. Larry is a bit of big loss. Uh, let's see here. Nayron, I'm worried about DJ on defense after the season's over. Yeah, well, I'll worry about when the season's over and the season's over. <laughs> That's when we're hoisting that Lombardi. We, we got plenty of time to talk about that. Murphy plays more like Hubbard, a run stopper. Have you heard Trags? Just, everybody just relax on, on Murphy. He's going to be fine. I mean, there is a reason he dropped the 28. There, there is a reason, you know. But is that reason – too big where he's not going to make an impact. I don't think so. I think he's going to make a major impact. And it's, like I said, this is what I can't wait to see. If you get off four, Matthew, you got Henderson and Osai on the outside, Hubbard and Miles on the inside, and going to go after that quarterback. I do that. That's what I really can't wait to see. You got DJ in the middle. I'm here for that. Let's see here. OG, what's up? How would you grade our cornerbacks and safety positions against the Ravens wide receivers? I am very happy with our secondary. Our secondary is one of the fastest in the league. Now, I, Zay Flowers, I think, is, is going to be a, a great ball player. I liked him out of Boston College. I think he's going to be fine. Odell Beckham, I don't know. He, he's coming off his second knee surgery. I missed an entire season. Is he going to be the same Odell? I don't know. He could be. And if he is, then that's good for the Ratbirds, bad for the rest of the NFL. But Chino, Chino Bay is is been out there. He looks great. That's a huge get back to get Cheeto back. It, it looks like 100%. But I really, I mean, I really like our secondary. I, I, I like the guys. We've got DJ, DJ Turner, uh, Ivy. The, the guys we, we've had, Hilton, you know, of course, my boy Juice, Kenny Taylor Britt. I just, I'm very ecstatic about the athleticism and speed that we have in our secondary in general. Now, I think we can run with anybody. So nobody scares me. Uh, let's see here, Jolly. Uh, are the Ratbirds less threatening with a bagged up secondary? Yeah, of course they are. But, I mean, like I said, maybe I, I got the orange-colored sunglasses on too much. I, the, the Raptors don't scare me. I mean, I, everybody's like, oh, well, they, they always beat you in the playoffs. But you didn't. Could have, should have, would have. You didn't. You know, I mean, I, I think Lamar Jackson is an excellent quarterback. I think he's excellent at making plays. I don't think he's – Accurate, and maybe he'll prove me wrong, and he might. But what have the Bengals wanted to do the last couple of years, and it's worked to beat Lamar Jackson? They want to keep him in the pocket and make him throw passes. What are the Ratbirds trying to do? Keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket and make him throw passes. Now, this will, will keep Lamar Jackson healthier in the long run, but I don't think he's accurate enough to do it. Will he hit some? Absolutely, he'll, he'll hit some. He ain't gonna hit all of them. He's just, he's just not. It's just a fact. He's not an accurate, that accurate of a passer. So that's why the defense wants to keep him in the pocket, and that's where the Ravens are like, all right, you know what? We're gonna have this new thing. We're gonna keep Lamar in the pocket, and the Bengals are like, great. <laughs> that's what we wanted you to do anyway. So that's where I'm like, I don't get all this. Where ooh, Lamar Jackson's all of a sudden become this great pocket passer. You're either a pocket passer or you're not. And Lamar Jackson is a hell of an athlete, and he's great outside the pocket. That's what Lamar does. Yes, he can make plays from the pocket. That's not his strong suit. It's just not. I mean, but go for it. That's, you know, I think that's that's perfect. That's what the Bengals want you to do. So, like I said, maybe he proves me wrong, but so far he hasn't. All right, you guys blow the chat. This is awesome. I love it. Let me try to get some uh, uh, mic here. 
uh, more concerned about Lamar running than the receivers. Yeah, that's ex exactly my point. It, I want to keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket. I don't want him running because he's electric. <laughs> when he runs, he is electric. Uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> stinky rapper and stinky clouds. Really, really stink. <laughs> Flush him down. All right, you got nicknames for everybody. Uh, Ross here. Lamar Jackson's best days are behind him. Um, we'll see what happens this year. Um, because I, I, I really think the contract and everything was a big deal in the back of his mind. Uh, playing through being hurt and trying to get the contract, I think that's really has affected him the last two years, three years. Now that's out of the way, he can play freely. So uh, you could be right. Um, but he hasn't had any major injuries to really make him get passed by, other than the fact that Joe Burrow is just a badass and he's better than him. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, Greg, Trags is right. Or Trags is 100% right. Our defense has to be better to compete with the offense. AFC is all about defense, especially now, especially in November and December. Uh, yeah. I, what I'll say about our defense our defense needs to get the quarterback on the ground more than we did. And we have. That's the biggest thing this defense needs to do. I think, and, and DJ has said this. DJ said the secondary works with the guys up front. If you're getting coverage on the secondary, that works in conjunction with, with the guys up front getting more pressure on the quarterback, getting on the ground. That's where the two things I think we've improved on. Our secondary, I think, is better. And this is with losing Jesse Bates and Bell, you know, but in general, I think our secondary is better, and I think our pass rush is going to be better as long as Joseph Osai gets healthy. Now, hopefully, with this high ankle sprain, hopefully he's only misses one game. Um, it sucks. I mean, people are like, I know people would be mad at that. Well, why was he even playing? You got to play somebody, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you got to play somebody. I mean, Zach did every, I mean, everything he could to keep everybody healthy. And going into week one, everybody's healthy except Joseph. So, I'll take that. It sucks. But yeah, I'm because I really do think Joseph Osai is going to have a huge year this year. Huge. But he's just got to get um, healthy. Uh, Crip. Jolly Mole, that Murphy and Hubbard comment is so true. What did you, all right, what did you say? I have to go back and find it. Uh, anyway, all right. Um, a uh, couple more here, and I think I'll get the heck out of here. Greg, Redbirds have a new and far better offensive coordinator this, this season. Oh, they do. I just don't think they had the quarterback to do. I don't think that – look, I think the way they ran the offense before was more suited to what Lamar's skill set is. He's not a drop-back quarterback. He's not. <laughs> Maybe I get proved wrong, but I have yet to see – him be a drop back quarterback, consistently good. Because that's what the Bengals tried to do to win. And when we won, we've kept him in the pocket and we beat him. When he's beat us, he gets outside the pocket, runs around, throws well, makes plays with his arm or his leg. So they want to do that and keep him in the pocket. I'm all, I'm here for it. I like it. All right, guys. I've been on for an hour, three minutes. This has been an interesting show. <laughs> like, I'm glad you got, I don't know. I guess I put the wrong date up. I still don't know why I said five o'clock. Anyway, I'm glad you guys are here. I appreciate you guys hanging with us. Uh, I wish Jeff Hudson could have been able to get on, but unfortunately, it didn't work. Uh, Trags is actually probably on 700 right now, so you guys can go after I get off and go check him out. But uh, my thanks to to Hobson for trying his damnedest to get on. He tried. I will give Hobson credit. He he jumped on like four times, and I. I got nothing. There was a blank screen. He, he typed his name in. I couldn't hear nothing. So hopefully I'll reach out to, to Jeff. Maybe I'll get him on uh, tomorrow or uh, next week. But uh, shout out to my boy Trags, who always comes through for me. He's a great dude. Like I said, you guys, if you're not following Trags, you better go follow him. He's a good guy. But let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then, of course, you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or X, uh, TikTok, and Threads. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenable. TikTok is 
TikTok is at Iceman90. I will be pulling off the salad later on the night, putting on the podcast. Uh, you might want to fast forward for the first um, five minutes or so. <laughs> so so uh, uh, I, I go through the uh, trying to get Jeff Hobson on, and it didn't work. <laughs> I, I mean, I had an intro for him and everything. I couldn't get to any of that stuff. But anyway, uh, the, B -Pod, the uh, podcast will be on BeanPod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. Some more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, my originals, you guys are awesome. 2,330 subscribers. Started this five years ago. Just me and a iPad over there talking, doing videos. And that's grown into this where I can have Attempt to have Jeff Hobson on. He was literally on, but I get to have Trags on all the time. I've had multiple Bengal players on here. And like I said, if you guys don't watch it, then there's no reason anybody would want to jump on. So I appreciate the support. I just appreciate the comments and just hanging in there with me. Like I said, it's been kind of hit or miss this week. Uh, I was sick last week. I had a whole bunch of cool shows set up. And then I've been trying to get people to come on this week. So I'm trying to do a show tomorrow. Uh, I don't have a guest yet, uh, but uh, usually we like to do a uh, fun football Friday show. So check it out. Uh, I will tweet tweet out. I'll tweet out what time the show is. It should be at five thirty tomorrow. If it's not, if it's later, I'll let you guys know. But it should be a good time. Anyway, I got people scheduled for next week, so I got shows next week. So we're good to go. And a week from Sunday, we're gonna be at RJ Cinemas watching the Bengals whoop up on the Browns. So if you guys have never been to RJ Cinemas. You don't know what you're missing. RJ Cinemas is a movie theater that plays the Bengals games. They're going to have Jackpot Joey Beer there. They got delicious wings. They got cornhole. They got a new outdoor pavilion. It's an absolute blast. So, Sunday, September 10th, Cincinnati versus the Clowns at RJ Cinema on the big screen. It's as close to getting being at the game as you can be. Man, it is a tailgate, fun football atmosphere. So tell your friends, say neighbors, go to RJ Cinemas, September 10th. I'll be there. Maddie Myers will be there with some Jackpot Joey stuff. Jackpot Joey beer will be flowing. It's delicious. Other than that, you guys have a wonderful weekend. Uh, I'll say it's a wonderful day. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow. Maybe not. Other than that, ready? That's just sports, baby. See ya! Oh,